what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Brothers in Tech here on the Mesh.TV podcast network. Brothers in Tech, it's the show for those of you that either serve as the default go-to IT person in your family or circle of friends, or maybe you're the person that finds yourself relying on that IT person in your family a bit too often and would like to become a little more self-sufficient when it comes to the world of home or family technology. And I am Alan Jackson, and with me on the other side of the country, but joining me virtually here is my co-host, my brother in tech, uh, Brian Jackson. How you doing, Brian? Good, brother. Brother in tech, I'm good, Alan. How are you? Doing all right. Yeah. Doing all right. I uh, yeah, yeah, we're doing okay. So uh, you know, enjoying a, some nice weather day out here. I don't know how things are out on your side of the country we're there, good. but uh, we're good. yeah. Yeah. Good day right now, and it's a it's a what a beautiful day to sit inside on the microphone and talk about technology. <laughs> let's let's talk about things that do not get us outside to enjoy what we're uh, what we're seeing. Yeah, but we are going to counter that a little bit, and that at least bit. in our topic, we are talking about things that you could be doing if you're going outside or being active somewhere else. We've been talking this whole month of, of episodes about health and fitness when it comes to technology. We started off talking about kind of the ultimate devices that you use, like wearable devices you would use for monitoring your health and fitness activity. We talked last time about just some standalone mobile applications that you could use to accomplish certain tasks or uh, functions you want to measure. But, you know, Brian, fitness and, and health management is, a, is an ongoing thing. It's something where if you, you know, for people who really want to take that next step and really be doing something it becomes an ongoing uh, process right, of right. You know, your, your routine and how you track it and measure it. And that's when you kind of go beyond just an app. You really are looking at sometimes some services like subscription-based ongoing services to help you in your health and fitness needs. And uh, that's really what we're going to talk about today is what what are those services look like? What are some things you need to be considering when when determining if you want to use them or not? And I, once again, Brian, I'm going to play the uh, interested uh, participant of this conversation uh, because uh, I don't have as much experience here as you do. Uh, I know you have a little more of this, so uh, I'm in the uh, pupil mode while you're in the teacher nice. mode once again for this whole uh, topic. And uh, that, that makes me feel so good when, you know, I get to... I get to teach when the, you know, the student becomes a teacher. Uh, this is this is good for me. This is really really helping my my ego, and I just want to let oh. you know that I appreciate what you're doing. So, see, secretly, what you don't know, Brian, is that I actually own a gym. I teach workout sessions on a regular basis. I've written books on fitness equipment and services. I'm yeah. just playing like I haven't done those things because yeah. I want to help you with that, that ego boost that you you're getting right now. Well, I'm going to tell you, you do a really good job of hiding it. You're really good at hiding that. 
Um, no, no, no. I, I, <laughs> I will say I, you know, you, you, you've been nice to, to kind of play along as someone who does not, in, mm-hmm. you know, engage in this, but I know you, you get involved in this and you, you kind of understand, uh, health and fitness to a, a certain degree. I just, uh, I appreciate yeah. you letting me kind of pretend as though I have the expertise here and, uh, yeah. and, uh, it's, it's fun. So this is, yeah, uh, but I, but I'm with you. I mean, this is, to me, this is kind of an exciting, um, exciting topic or subtopic because this seems to be where a lot of this technology is gone is that, you know, early on we've got, well, we've got certain kind of technology devices that people would be given to say, Hey, listen, this can help you, but it's a standalone device, right? It's, it's still you engaging with it. And then we talked about apps where you're trying, as you said, you're trying to piecemeal together. Hey, I want something to help me sleep. Okay. I want something to, you know, give me a, a, a single workout a day. All right. That's great. Now, now we're talking about kind of a, a more holistic approach, um, which involves, you know, these services. And um, uh, we've talked about services before, Alan, about subscription based things where I was kind of against subscriptions. You were, you kind of had committed to subscriptions a little bit. And, um, and I think that health and fitness is maybe one of those places where I might come to your side of this, of this, uh, line, because I, as you mentioned, this is a process and it's, uh, I think if we're all honest with ourselves, you know, making a change, whether it's a diet or whether it's a, a new health program, a new fitness program, if we're all honest with ourselves, it, we don't just do one of them and it changes our life forever, right? We, we tend to need constant engagement with this because, you know, um, and I probably should be shunned for saying this on a technology show, but the enhancement of technology in our lives has also kind of worked to keep us less active, right? I mean, we have so many things, automation, right? I mean, I can, I can now tell, you know, the, uh, a smart device to turn off my lights so that I don't actually have to get out of my chair to actually walk over and do that. Um, so I think that there's a need for health and fitness to offset what, you know, technology as a whole is doing for us um, and keeping us from uh, being active. So to me, I get really excited when we have technology that starts to enhance health and fitness rather than take away from it. Um, so I think that uh, these are some good examples we'll give today, or at least some good ideas. Um, and as you mentioned, there's so many of these out there. There's tons of yeah. them. I was trying to do research on it. I was like, oh my gosh, I never heard of this one, never heard of this one, but it sounds great. So I think that uh, rather than us talking a lot about the actual services, I mean, we'll mention a few uh, as examples, but I think it's really more important to think about in a general sense, what are the considerations? What is it that you need to consider if you're going to jump into one of these? If you're going right. to spend money on it, what do you what do you need to be looking for? Yeah, I, I, I definitely don't think we we are are here to say this is the service you ought to get into, or this is the only two or three you need to be considering. And um, we've got a few that we are at least familiar with that we can talk about uh, from a broader sense, but. And then we both have something we can recommend as one that maybe we have had experience with. But like you said, it, it's you get into this idea, it is a subscription service. And a lot of the things we've been talking about, Brian, over the last several months, there have been subscription service options to yep. it. Yep. Whether it's been music, whether it's been TV, whether it's been some of these other services. And it does start to pose a challenge. I mean, I think there is a concern in general from people with subscription creep. We're just... Yep. Oh, only $4 a month. Cool. I can do that. Oh, only $6 a month. And, but what you realize is that starts building up. So I think 
there are definitely going to be some considerations, and I'm glad we're going to talk about those before you just jump head first into some yep. of these uh, ongoing services. Because many of them, I'm sure, probably have a, a trial period where you can try it out for a certain number of days. Maybe some of them will be free for a little bit. But once you jump in and you cross that threshold, uh, typically you're locked in on a month-to-month basis. And so every month you're paying, yeah. and whether or not you're going to use it is going to be the big question there. So. But let's let's talk a little bit about just some of the just some examples of what we're talking about when we talk about these ongoing fitness services. Yeah, in general. Yeah. Well, um, so I I think there's as I mentioned there's a ton of them out there, but I do want to I do want to quickly clarify because it's funny when you when you talked through that just now it made me think that you know it is it is true this could be really confusing right you you download an app and the app says. Uh, you instead of paying twenty dollars right now, please pay two dollars, you know, every month. And what you're doing in that situation is you're paying the app developer to continue to give you a good version of the app, right? Mm-hmm. That's kind of not what we're talking about here. We're actually talking about taking the next step, which is I'm going to pay a subscription because I want this thing to provide a unique service to me, right? There's going to be a, some sort of service that I'm going to be gaining from it. Um, an example, right? I'll just give you a simple example. Uh, there's a um, there's an app and a, and a service called Daily Burn, mm-hmm. and it's a fitness service. You know, it costs about twenty dollars a month, okay? But it's really about delivering you classes, right? You get constant classes that you can join in virtually to be able to lead you through fitness and yoga and uh, weight training and all of that, right? There's a number of those around right now where you could have a schedule and you could say, oh this class is going on right now. Let me just pull my iPad up and follow along or put it up on my, my TV screen. So it mm-hmm. takes the place of the, the gym that you've been paying for the fitness center you've been paying for. Uh, if you're someone who really likes classes and you go to your fitness center and pay a monthly service to be part of that gym and you like to go to their spin classes or you like to go to their uh, yoga classes, those kind of services are out there. There's a bunch of them where instead of having to drive across town and you know, fight traffic in order to get there. You can actually start to build these things into your day because all you have to do is go in the next room, you know, and be able to to sit in on a class. Um, mm. So I think that's kind of an example of where if you're already if that's what you do, you know, I, I pay to go to a fitness center and I pay because I like to join their classes. You may find that you save a lot of money doing this, mm. and you may also I think you know that's that's a partial benefit. But to me, the other real benefit is if it allows you to do the fitness more often and in a more efficient way, rather than saying, okay, well, I need three hours to go to the gym. I need an hour to you know get there, change, whatever, and then an hour afterwards. Maybe you only need that hour, right? Walk in the next room and you know be able to, to have that uh, at your fingertips. There's that's a number why, of those, you know. well, that's part of the reason, Brian, I, I'm actually kind of really, in all honesty, sitting here listening and trying to think through some of the things you're talking about, because, you know, I personally, I go to a, a local YMCA gym. Uh, I go three or four days a week in the morning. I go before I even go to work or take the kids to school or anything like that. And I love it. It's great. But at the same time, I also do the time calculation and realizing that it takes me uh, about 10 or 12 minutes to get there. Yeah. Uh, then, of course, I park, get into the complex, get the machines and start doing my my workout. And then when I'm done, it's reverse. It's getting back out to the car, driving home. So I probably spend 30, 35 minutes just in the transit back and forth. Right. Uh, 
then I have to get home, get a shower, get everything. So yeah, when I started doing the calculation, I'm like, well, if I could be saving 30 to 40 minutes a day on this, um, that does that translate to better benefit for me? Is it worth making this change or not? So yeah, I think there's yep. some, some things to consider there. Well, I mean, so here's the, I'll get a little maybe more philosophical about health and fitness, but I mean, health and fitness is, we all know what we need to do, right? We need to be more active, right? We need to not be stationary. We need to eat better. We need these sorts of things. There's there's plenty of, well, not plenty. There are motivators for us to do that, right? I mean, you're motivated to do it because you know the benefits of it, right? But if you if it requires a lot more motivation to get past three hours of your time or two hours of your time, then that also means there's a good chance you'll find an excuse not to, right? And that's what mm-hmm. health, that's the health and fitness battle that we're in, right? Is that sure? I know that eating right, I know what I need to eat or probably should be eating, but there's motivators to do something else. Like, you know, if you're, if the healthy food costs a lot more, Ooh, well, there's a reason not to do it. So all of a sudden yeah. you're kind of stacking up like with the reasons to do it and the reasons not to do it. To me, if one of those reasons not to do it is traffic and is time and all these other, and maybe it's, uh, I mean, Honestly, there's some people that just don't like to go and work out in front of other people. There's kind of an intimidation factor. If all those things are demotivators, you know, if we can get some of the same things that we wanted without those demotivators, you would expect that someone might be more likely to do that. And of course, that's the goal, right? To do this more often, or at least to to feel motivated to be able to do it. So, I mean, one of the things that, that I think the shutdown, you know, the pandemic has really done for a number of people as they started realizing, well, I can't, couldn't go to my gym or I couldn't go and do this. So let me figure out other ways to do that. Some didn't and their health and fitness may have taken a downward turn. Mm-hmm. Others may have been creative and said, oh, I actually don't need to go and pay X amount a month to go to that gym where I can use my garage. My wife and I, we moved one of our cars out and we have half of our garage that's now our gym. And we put a, you know, bought on Craigslist, a, uh, a spinning bike. And so at least we know that even in the middle of the day, we can stop being on zoom, go downstairs, get an hour on the bike. And that's only probably an hour and 20 total, you know, 10 minutes to prep 10 minutes afterwards. And that's it. As opposed to really having to plan out, well, I can only do it before work or after work right? There are ways to kind of build some of these things in. So I think the services are great. Now, uh, I kind of got off the topic a little bit about why you might want to do one of these kind of um, health and fitness motivators. But I do think it's kind of important to note that the only reason you really should be paying for a subscription with fitness or health and fitness is if it's going to do that level of coaching for you and provide that additional motivation that you need. And, you know, I could give you an app, Alan. I could say, hey, here's an app. You remember when we talked about, was it um, maybe in our last uh, last episode, I think we might have mentioned like the seven-minute workout. Yeah. You know, they said, well, okay, well, that's that's there. That doesn't change though, right? That seven-minute workout was just the seven-minute workout. So I could say, hey, yeah. I've got this app. I Maybe I paid a dollar for it and I've got the same thing going on. Well, that's going to get old really, really quick for people. Mm-hmm. But if it was the constantly changing seven minute app that every, you know, every week it gives you this new version that you couldn't create yourself or that you didn't even think about. Mm -hmm. 
now all of a sudden it's potentially worth paying for, right? That there is this additional motivator yeah. change in interaction. So you kind of see that as one of the biggest distinguishing factors between an ongoing service you paid for, a subscription service, and just a app you download or buy one time off the app store. Uh, the app store version may have a really good regiment or program, but it's the variety and it's the updating and it's yep. the coaching you as it goes along is what really keeps people more engaged over time. Yeah. Yeah. And, and what motivates you now is not going to motivate you three months from now. I mean, there's a reason why, you know, the, uh, uh, so I used to work in a, you, you remember Alan, I worked in a uh, fitness center um, uh, for a while. And it's funny that, you know, the statistics were that you had all these people that joined the gym right after New Year's Day, right, as part of their uh, New Year's resolutions. And generally about 50% of people that join a fitness center at New Year's Day will be gone by May, (laughs) right? So really, you know, midway through the the year, they're gone, right? Well, it's because the motivator they had is no longer the motivator, right? And what gyms have to do is they really have to balance this by saying, well, listen, if you just come in and use our facility, we know we're going to struggle to keep you. But if you come and use our facility and we continue to give you new classes and we continue to update our equipment and we continue to give you new programs that you can join in and we do check in with you, mm-hmm. now all of a sudden there's accountability, there's excitement, there's interest, right? And I think that is what you really need to be looking for if you're going to pay for something. Do just okay. like you would have done with a gym. We all think that I don't want anybody bothering me. I know what I want to do when I work out. Well, if that was the case, you would have been doing it up till now, you know, and oftentimes we have to be honest with ourselves and say, what is it that I need? Even if it's not, if not comfortable, you know, to have someone tell me or have someone change their, you know, change their uh, advice to me. So Mm -hmm. I like, I like looking at these programs that if you're going to do it, use the, use the advantage of being in your home or being not having to travel somewhere, Mm -hmm. but make sure you're looking for the same things that you would have gotten elsewhere. Okay. Things like, you know, are you going to have variety? Is there going to be variety coming to you, right? Is there enough there that's going to keep you motivated? So, so it's almost like, yeah, like you said, it's look at what you would be paying in a membership or subscription or a service to someone else outside of technology. Can you get those same things with the technology option? Because if you, if you can't, if you're someone that needs to have a human being encouraging you and talking you through next steps, then the technology get maybe a little harder for you to kind of move past. But if you can get some of that same coaching in a comfortable setting for you on an online platform, then you make them out better. Yeah. But I I agree with you. I think it's important to make sure you're not, you don't lose too much in the process uh, to the point where it's not going to keep you motivated. It's not going to keep it going it's going to become one of those subscription services you forget you're paying for after a while. And really you're just kind of wasting money on it. So, yeah. Yeah. And there's, you know, there's some, some of these programs that I think literally all they're doing is they are virtual coaching and fitness programs, which means there literally is a person over there that is looking at your stats that happen to be uploaded and giving you new stuff. You know, for example, Noom is one of these like that you may have heard of N O O M, right? They've been marketing quite a bit lately. Yeah. So. And they're kind of pushing this idea of like weight loss, health, uh, fitness, but it's really kind of holistic. This is the last kind of program that you need, right? And but they have to in order for that to be successful, you know that they have people actually, you know, engaging with you or giving you information. It's not just mm-hmm. some algorithm 
hey, you lost this amount, so therefore we're giving you this feedback to this day. Yeah. That's what you have to determine. Am I willing to pay for that? Something like Noom costs like $60 a month, right? Well, now you're talking about a gym membership. So yeah. you got to decide, is this better than a gym membership or not? Uh, now, we'll backpedal and say where there is a benefit for being at home, uh, not having to drive, not having to go and you know take chunks out of my day. It's mm-hmm. also a downside in that that loses some of the accountability too, right? There's a benefit sometimes of us going to a gym means that other people seeing me now, so I need to I need to do the work while I'm in here. Yeah. Whereas you've got a, a screen that you're looking at and they're not really seeing you. So you could very easily, anytime you want, cheat the system or turn it off or say, I'm done with it, right? So you got to figure out what kind of, what kind of, how motivated are you, right? And are you someone that can be motivated enough to deal with an app? Motivated where you don't have to have others around you yep. uh, to yep. kind of uh, guilt you into doing, doing the work. Correct. Right. Um, Brian, another thing I just thought of, and maybe you were going to get to this, I don't know, but you know, I also know we're going to talk about, and I think in next episode, kind of some devices you can get. Mm-hmm. If you're somebody who wants to build your own home gym or just a little nice workout area or just things for tracking your weight or other yep. things, other factors. And a lot of those are becoming smart devices that can share data with you and you can track and monitor. Um, I would think it would be important too, if you could, before you jump into a subscription service, is that if there's particular devices you want to use, making sure that that service is going to integrate with it or use it, or maybe decide the service before you go out and get the equipment to make sure everything kind of works together, right? Yeah, I think that's a really good point. Um, And a lot of them will take, you know, your heart rate monitor. Most of them will work with that. You know, the question is, how easy does it work with that, right? Or can it say, you know, is this something where you say, hey, every week you have to upload your data or you have to go and tell it? Or is it something that just automatically integrates and says, cool, we got your heart rate from this, you know, workout. We've already taken it in. Uh, or as you said, do you have to buy a piece of equipment simply for this? And now now is where I maybe step back and say, you really need to make sure that this is what you want to get locked into. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you decide you have to buy a bike, a particular bike that talks with this service, that is a whole package, which I'll be giving an example of one in just a little bit. Um, you got to make sure you're committed. Right. Because that's like going to the gym and saying, hey, listen, I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and do a big down payment on January <laughs> one for the next five years. Right. Well, if most people stopped after three or four months, you might have wasted a lot of money if it really wasn't the motivator you wanted. Um, so I think I think I would certainly take into account the equipment you have and the equipment you continue to want to use. Let's say you have a, a Fitbit and you want to continue to wear it and use it. Make sure whatever service you're engaging in can utilize that data so that you can get a more you know, dialed in uh, fitness and health program, or if you're already using uh, some sort of calorie counter, you know, can you integrate that in rather than having to do, you know, three or four other steps to make it happen? So, yeah, because I would imagine those additional steps are just going to be some more demotivators over time. It's just if you find yourself having to work a lot harder to enter your calories, to enter your steps, to do anything that's not automatically integrated, that's going to be a I can see that being a deterrent after right. after a right. while for sure. Yeah. yeah. I think you try to limit the deterrence. Look at look at what motivates you now. Look at what you're willing to do now and see if there's a way to make it more efficient that you're willing to do more. 
rather than less. And I think that's that's kind of the the way to approach it. Um, to me, I think they're you know the ideal services, and many of them will do this now, where they're not just giving you you know a predetermined routine. I mean, there's some of them. So let's take a look at the levels, Alan. So I could get an app that just says we're going to give you these 10 workouts and this app has these 10 workouts and every few weeks we'll maybe update the 10 workouts. So you're paying for our technicians to continue to give you a good app, right? So that's kind of the low base and you would expect to pay very little for that. You know, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't pay any more than, uh, you know, a dollar to a month for something like that. Then the next level might be, Hey, we're going to pay this. And when you enter your data, it will then kick you to another level of something. Let's say you achieve this and it'll unlock this. It's all done by algorithms, right? Nobody's back there actually coaching you. It is kind of an algorithmic thing that says, hey, when I reach this level, I unlock this thing, and maybe that's enough motivation for you, right? This is like the um, the Apple Watch giving you new, new goals. Well, it's just an algorithm. There's no person back there mm-hmm. saying, you know, Alan, yeah. I need you to do this because this is going to be best for you. It's basically saying, this is where we need to go, right? Um and then I think you get to the tier, the the top tier level, which is all right. I'm actually going to have someone that's truly going to tailor make this to me. It's kind of like uh, you know the uh, shopping online and doing what is it, Stitch Fitch or something, where you're yeah. having to say you're going to have to tailor this to me, and I'm going to pay for it. But it's so much better to know that I'm not doing the guesswork here, right? I need a human being analyzing my yes. information specifically and guiding me, as opposed to just feeding me through a, a automated calculation, right? Right. So, you know, we'll take into account your, you know, your workouts that you did. We'll tailor make, you know, what the next steps are going to be and and ask you maybe motivation questions to try to figure out what they need to do in response. So I think if that interactivity is there, that can be a real, um, a real benefit. Right. But here's the other thing. Keep thinking. If you're someone that already goes to a gym and you don't speak to anyone at that gym, you just go into user equipment and you're already motivated to do that then maybe you don't need someone coaching you. Maybe what you need yeah. is you need a way to save yourself the time to go to and from, but see if you can kind of enhance your opportunity. Maybe it's those online classes that are just available. They're not made for you. They're made for you to choose from. Uh, yeah. And you may not need to pay $50 a month. You could pay $10 a month maybe and get some some access to online class stuff. So. What about Brian too is, 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 and I've seen advertised with a lot of these services, this idea of sharing what you're doing with maybe friends or family yeah. or other people yeah. to kind of turn it into more of a social interaction. Is that something that's a I kind think, of a factor with a lot of these services? I think now? that's huge. I think that's, I think that's one of those things that people maybe initially don't think about doing, or maybe don't think they need to do. But to me that it just provides some additional accountability. Right. I mean, I know, Alan, so you and I were sharing on our Apple Watch for a while about anytime a workout happened, it notified the other one. Right. Well, it wasn't saying, hey, Alan just did this workout and did it to this level and, you know, whatever, whatever. It was pretty much like, oh, well, I I probably need to work out. Right. Or I need I don't want him thinking I'm not doing anything. Um, So I think I I thought that for like the first month. I was very paranoid about it. I'm like, oh my gosh, is Brian seeing that I didn't work out today? After about a month, I'm just like, you know what? I don't care. <laughs> I, I noticed I started getting the uh, early on. It was like, Alan just went on a two minute walk. Um, oh, okay, good. I'm glad he notified me of that. Yeah, Alan, 
Alan walked uh, downstairs to the basement <laughs> level of his house. So, right. I will say, I, w- I wish that's something that you could sign up for, like a, a counter programming for the, you know, the Apple Watch or something, where it would notify you when I was just lazy for two hours. When you're like doing would, nothing. Yeah, it would notify yeah. me and be like, hey, Brian just ate a whole bowl yeah. of peanuts or, of, you know, of uh, peanut M&Ms and hasn't moved in the last three hours. I don't think Brian's left the living room in eight hours. <laughs> That's Can what I want. That's on. what I want you to yeah, know. Right. That would be awesome. That would be, uh, that would be funny. We would have fun yeah. with that. So, yeah. And just on a so side, Alan, by the way, just okay. on a side real quick. Did you hear that the there was a person who uh, just achieved, what was it, 2,000 days straight of getting their move goal on their Apple Watch? Did you hear mm-hmm. the story by any chance? No, I did not. Yeah. So... Just on a side, it was it was incredibly uh, funny that uh, I guess Apple never expected anyone to have a two thousand day move goal streak mm-hmm. where it continued mm-hmm. to meet. So, and I don't think they ever checked really what kind of code that people put in the coding system. But this is this is the truth. Uh, it was yeah. a tech guy, fitness tech guy, who made two thousand days, <laughs> and the uh, Apple Watch instead of saying "great job," it came up and said holy bleep, <laughs> you just reached 2,000 days straight, right? It actually had like the um, the holy bleep oh, no. word in there, right? And yeah, he, yeah. he thought it was weird. He was like, uh, uh, this is crazy. But I guess someone had put it in the code as a joke and no one ever yeah, thought to check it because really thought to check it or take it out. 2,000 days so, would actually work. Well, so. I mean, you know, 2,000 straight days of moving, he deserves to have that set to you him. deserve it. You deserve it, right? So. So I think those are the those are, are the any, little things that I think are helpful, though, right? That little are there any awards? Are there any awards, Brian? They give out for two consecutive days of moving because I no. think I pulled that off a couple times. I, I think if it gives you any sort of notification, then it really had low expectations for you, Alan. And I think that's maybe a m- bigger problem. <laughs> it's just happy I'm still wearing my watch. <laughs> it's yeah. like, it's yep. like, exactly. Hey, Alan, I appreciate you at least just still putting this on in the morning. That's that's enough of an effort for us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, but getting to your question about social, I think, I think that's huge. Um, I think if you – now, a lot of people don't like – social uh social media these days has kind of gotten a bad rap people have started to even flock away from it but yet they kind of get pulled back in but to me you know with fitness and health and fitness think about what you would be losing canceling your gym membership and doing everything from home right you would lose any sort of accountability to other people um and it and in social interactions it can be motivators too right of seeing people have you know doing a the great workout or seeing people that are smiling at you when you're, you know, working out that kind of gives a motivator to do it again. Um, I, I'll tell you when I worked at that fitness center, you know, one of the, the tasks they gave me was to run these um, uh, mental, mental training and motivating sort of sessions for our new members. And um, my advice was always that, you know, find a workout partner. Mm-hmm. And when you find a workout partner, someone that you trust, right. Then we used to have this thing I'd say, well, and at the end of the day, when you finish working out and you've taken your shower or whatever, give them your, your shoes and they give you their shoes so that the next time you do a workout together, they feel accountable to you to bring your shoes to you and you feel accountable to them to go when you're not motivated to go. Right. So there's kind of this, there's this accountability piece. Well, if I'm pulling up an app and I am working out and I'm doing what it's telling me, and then it tells me to do something else. There's no accountability for me to do it. No one needs to know. 
but if you start sharing your results, right, and most of these have kind of used this idea of, of share what you just did so that mm-hmm. it's, it's like um, make others aware, be accountable, right? But it's also a chance for other people to say, great job, Alan, right? You know, good, good job on that. Maybe you get some sort of motivator to want to do it again. So I think make sure that there is some level of social integration with it, whether it's turned on automatically or whether you can, because I think that could be a way five months in that the initial excitement and motivation starts to wear off of doing this thing on yeah. your own. Maybe you find some new social connections where someone says, Hey, I'm doing this tomorrow. Why don't you join me? And you know, now you can go from there. So I know, you know, Apple fitness plus, right. Is the new service that Apple's putting out. I know yeah, they're trying to engage some of this, that. right. They're mm-hmm. trying to engage. They've got classes. Uh, they also have the integration we talked about of you wear your watch and we'll make that part of, your workout. So it wraps it all together. But well, uh, the Apple fitness plus is intriguing to me. Uh, I'll be honest to say just because I mean, you know, we, we've been very honest about the fact that how, how kind of slanted we are towards Macs and, yeah. and Mac systems and operating systems seem to just really kind of work well for us. Uh, I signed on for the Apple one subscription plan, which includes Apple fitness plus. I only did it because it consolidated my other services and saved me a little bit of money. But as a bonus, I get Apple Fitness Plus now. So I'm like, well, maybe check that out. The fact that it integrates with your Apple Watch and you can watch it on your Apple TV or iPad yep. and everything just kind of works. It's like that's that's pretty appealing to me. It hasn't come out officially yet. Uh, I'm waiting to see what it looks like when it does. I have, I have high aspirations because I think Apple has the infrastructure, right, to make this pretty good. I can tell you one of the things I had really hoped that they would do, and I don't think they've done it yet, but I wouldn't be surprised if it happens, you know, to me, you, you, t- you can kick one of these services up, which I still haven't seen any of their services do this, but you could kick it up a notch if you and I, Alan, could have a workout time across the country where we were working out together or joining a gym uh, or a gym uh, class together. Yeah. Maybe I see your video up there and, I, and you see mine and we're kind of, we're able to chat to each other as we're going through this workout, whether it's a, a, you know, or FaceTiming or whatever, if that could be integrated into one of these services where no matter where you are, you could actually work out with a buddy. To me, I think that would be fantastic. So rather, rather than just, I'm going to do it and then I'll share with you, but actually doing it with them, you know, Hey, listen, I'm like you would do this together and you're just on machines next to each other. I think that would be such a cool uh, addition to one of these services. And I wouldn't be surprised if it comes in the iterations of Apple fitness plus or one of these others as well. So, well, I mean, Tim cook is listening, right? Please add that Tim. Thank you. Yeah, Tim, go ahead and uh, go ahead and get on that if you could. We're we're expecting that. So you know, you mentioned a few, and again, we're not here to kind of list all the services available. There's tons of them, but you know, for example, Daily Burn you mentioned as very yep. fitness uh, focused. What about nineteen twenty dollars a month for Daily Burn if you're really wanting to focus on your fitness activity? That's more exercise regiments and, and courses. Yep. Noom you mentioned is really more about weight loss well fitness but also weight loss and yeah, overall loss health is a big piece yep mm-hmm. it's a more expensive program but you did say that becomes a little more tailored to you and yeah, really cost a bit more personalized coaching you. right yeah yeah mm-hmm. and we mentioned the apple fitness plus which i don't remember the cost of what it would be standalone but i know I it's probably you can get it yeah. other apple services yeah um, i think it's it's either nine nine fifteen dollars a month somewhere in there 
it's somewhere okay. in that range. So. And that's not going to be a personalized as much. It's going to be alg- algorithmic, you know, based yeah. on other numbers. But it is, uh, you know, it is Apple, and there's going to be some good quality to the programs mm-hmm. and, and consistency on everything. So. And there'll be classes, right? So the thing is, you're you're seeing a schedule of classes that are being offered, you know, live and probably recorded, and then being able to to take part in those. So, um, yeah, yeah interested yeah. to see how that works. Well, it's a lot of interesting things out there. It's a very emerging field. I mean, I think I hear about some new services every few months that seem to be making some waves with people. And uh, it's good to have a variety out there. It just means everybody can pick and choose the one that really works best for them. Yeah. Okay, well, let's do, Brian. If we can take a quick break, uh, when we come back from the break, let's go into our picks of the episode, which is our bits, our brothers in tech suggestions of a couple services that we've had some experience with, or at least uh, knowledgeable about that we can talk about uh, our experiences with them. And um, we'll go from there. Sounds great. So let's take a quick break. When we come back, Brian and I return with uh, closing out this conversation and our Brothers in Tech suggestions for you for this episode. Stay tuned. You're listening to Brothers in Tech here on the TheMesh.TV. This podcast is sponsored by Jackson Creative, a custom communication agency located in downtown Hickory, North Carolina, specializing in online content creation. To learn more, visit thejacksoncreative.com. Jackson Creative, we tell your story. Welcome back to Brothers in Tech here on the TV. Alan and Brian Jackson here with you talking about home and fitness uh, technology, more specifically uh, services, monthly or ongoing subscription-based services to help you manage and improve your fitness level and health levels. Um, Brian, you, you shared with us a lot of things to be thinking about considerations. So let's kind of recap. If, if, if I'm someone who, whether I'm currently working out or not, or currently have a, a regiment in place or not, but I'm curious about one of these uh, health and fitness related services, whether it's a fit for me, what are the, what are the considerations we really need to, to go through here? Well, I think it's maybe obvious, but I think cost is going to be a big one because there is such a range of uh, what you might be uh, uh, paying for these services. Um, so maybe aligned with cost, I would do kind of a cost benefit analysis here, right? Try to figure out what is it that I actually feel like I need and how much am I willing to pay for it? Um, you may look and say, am I going to be doing this in addition to a gym membership that I already have? And if so, probably don't need to be paying a lot more, right? Because I need to integrate the two together. Or is this going to replace a gym membership and then maybe do the, the 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 cost benefit analysis there? So I think cost is a big one because there is such a variety. And this is something you're committing to probably for a long period of time. Um, I'm a big believer in variety, right? I, I, again, I know how stale something can get and how we're constantly having to change in order to keep ourselves motivated. So make sure that whatever service you get, has some level of variety. Either they have a lot of things to choose from that you can work your way through, or they're kind of constantly updating things and giving you new new workouts, new ideas, new uh, you know new uh, diet suggestions, whatever you're uh, jumping into. Um, I think the next level up, which isn't necessarily needed for everybody, if you're trying to do it on a budget, you may not get this, but any sort of personalization that that service can provide. I think makes it much more intriguing and useful. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if I get the same service that, um, 
you know, a, uh, a retiree who is looking just to, you know, kind of enhance uh, their, uh, uh, their day-to-day kind of activity levels, if I get the same recommendations, then it's not really going to be as useful for both of us. So make sure that there's some level of personalization. If it's, if it doesn't ask you your, you know, fitness levels, your weight, your, your uh, body fat, all these, if it doesn't ask you those things, then you know that it's probably not going to be personalizing them for you. So, you know, you want something that's going to provide personalization. Um, I think interactivity is helpful and maybe also part of that second level, which is, Hey, is this something that I can, give information, get back more information and ask for more. And can I ask questions and have them give me some additional advice? Interactivity could be uh, helpful and certainly worth paying a little bit more. Um, Mm -hmm. We talked about device integration. I think device integration, the big question there is, can you integrate the devices you have? And do you have to buy new devices to do integration, right? So that comes back to that cost benefit. I mean, there's things like, Alan, you may have heard like the mirror which is one of these that's on TV now that they're showing this kind of digital mirror where it has, you know, a pulley system from it and everything. You can do workouts while you're seeing yourself and you're seeing what, yep. you know, they're, pre- well, that's a pretty big chunk of cash that you're having to put out for this thing. And you have to really balance it. Is that going to continue to motivate me? Does it, does it work within my lifestyle? Um, and the last part we mentioned was social. I would think that there needs to be some level of social possibility, I, w- I wouldn't. I wouldn't say you need to jump into a service that automatically makes you be social, but mm-hmm. having an option to be social, of to connect with people, even people you do or don't know, to provide some additional level of uh, accountability and motivation, I think is, is are, are great features to look for. And a lot of them are going to. If, if you're paying more than, well, let's just say, if you're paying more than thirty dollars a month for something, mm-hmm. it should give you all of these. I mean, I really think it should give you some level of all of these. Now, how good it is can really, the beauty is most sure. all of them are going to have a 30-day trial or a two-week trial, and okay. I would absolutely jump in and use them, check and see whether or not the and mix it up a little bit and think, you know, all right, on days I'm not motivated, how is it going to motivate me and figure out if that's going to work. So, nice. um, yeah, so, so I think great. those are some great considerations to keep in mind. Yeah. So. All right. So a lot of things to keep in mind if uh, if you are curious about these ongoing fitness and health-related services. But keeping in mind, they are a ongoing subscription-based thing. And luckily, most of them will let you quit uh, at any point. I don't know if too many of them unless you pay annually to get a discount. Uh, most of them will let you p- cancel. But keep in mind, I mean, even if you cancel like early in the month, you're still paying for that full month. So just right. – it is important to kind of make a lot of uh, evaluation of these services and, and and just be careful that you don't get locked into something that uh, you spend a lot of money on and not really use for anything. So, Brian, let's let's go ahead and just share our brothers in tech suggestions. And this is our bits for the episode. This is where Brian and I both kind of look through all of our apps or services or websites or gadgets that we currently have or use and uh, have something we want to recommend regarding this particular topic today. So talking about ongoing subscription-based services to help you with your health or fitness needs. And uh, Brian, you've been talking for a while, so let me, uh, I'll give you a break and yeah. I'll go ahead first. Um, I, uh, I have, I've used a service before and I think it's great. And the, it, it's such a well-done service, very polished. And, and you've probably seen some ads for it recently. 
because they've gotten a lot more in the marketing game on some bigger network ads and bringing in some celebrities to help with their advertising. But it's Calm, C-A-L-M, Calm.com is all about meditation practices. So a little different than what we've been talking about, not really on the physical fitness side, but we're talking a little more mental fitness and a little more taking care of yourself mentally. It is a subscription service. There is a free version, but it's very, very limited and doesn't give you all those things that you were talking about, Brian, variety and a little more interactivity. It's a little more just a couple of uh, boilerplate meditation practices you can get into. But the Calm service, if you paid for it, I think it's $70 a year, which is about what, 5 to $6 a month? Um, if you sign up, I think they also have a way that you can get a discount. If you sign up and pay for the first year, might knock a 10 or $20 off of that annual price too, or you can go month to month if you choose to do that. But what it does is basically it, um, has every type of meditation practice that you could possibly think of, plus a lot of other things as well. Uh, there are some sessions for how to train your brain to focus. So it's not just calming yourself, but also sharpening your brain and getting you to think and focus a little more. There's actually one that is led by LeBron James. So that's something you may have seen in the advertising lately, uh, where LeBron James is teaching a calm session on how to train your brain to focus. Um, so again, it's, it's, I think they do a really great job. The interface is really super nice and clean and simple and, it's very relaxing, obviously, uh, uh, to use. And uh, yeah, it's not that expensive. I mean, 4 to $5 a month if you get the discounted version or if you get that coupon for the discounted first year. Uh, it's not bad. I mean, if you can get yourself in the regiment of using this on a, on a daily basis, take a few minutes, let it walk you through a meditation practice, change it up from day to day or week to week. And, uh, and then they drop in a few uh, celebrities along the way to kind of help you <laughs> motivate as well. It's not too bad. So yeah. uh, Calm's great. And I, I, I definitely saw them, which I thought was interesting, advertising during election returns this past uh-huh. week. I thought that was an interesting uh, sponsorship opportunity to try to right. get people to calm down a yep. little bit while watching the returns over several days. So it anyway, would be very useful. Yeah. My recommendation there. Very you know. cool. Very cool. And you and you say you have you have used them. Are you mm-hmm. doing the, the yeah. service now or are you doing just the. Kind of free Not moment. I yeah. used this. I did the service for a couple of months and I liked yeah. it a lot. I just, mm-hmm. uh, it's one of those where you still need to kind of find where you can weave it into your life on a daily basis to make the most use of it. But, um, I really liked what, what I was using when I was using it. So, yep. yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I'm hoping that, you know, eventually whether it's Apple or whether one of these other services that starts to really kind of put a foothold in, uh, the fitness that they do take the approach of, health and fitness, you know, mental health, as well as physical health and, you know, start to maybe say, Hey, listen, you just took that yoga class. That's great. You know, or you took that high intensity class. Now we're going to require for the next two minutes that you, you know, try to pull yourself down a little bit and let's, you know, let's try to provide some, uh, they really do need to try to work together. I am a big believer in that. And I'd love to see a little more, uh, comprehensive service that really looks at both sides of the coin there. Yep. Yep. And I have to say, you gave me a, a recommendation was the last time or the time before about the sleep cycle. And oh, yeah. I've been using that now for the last couple of weeks and it's great, right? It really yeah. is nice to be able to kind of get a sense of what's happening. And uh, yeah. And you know what? Surprisingly, I I do snore and I did not, uh, <laughs> I had never heard sure? it before. 
I'd never heard it before. Well, (laughs) it's very possible it was my wife. Uh, I mean, it is a microphone that's pretty sensitive. So I'm still standing by that it could have been her. But uh, yeah, uh, quite possibly. uh, Yeah, it's actually a little disturbing when I heard myself snoring on recordings. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. I I do. I do wake people up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, and I like, yeah. you know, just on a side note, I like how you can, you know, every morning you go and you add your sleep notes, right? Of, mm-hmm. okay, here's what I did the day before. And I've edited yep. my notes. So rather than just having alcohol as one of the checkboxes, I have bourbon, scotch, beer, oh. you know, so I can actually figure out which one of this. You can edit it. Exactly what type of alcohol sure. is causing what? Oh, yeah, wow. and I'm starting to get a really good sense of what type of alcohol is really helpful for my sleeping pattern. So do you plan to publish this study somewhere? I mean, um, I, yeah, I think quite honestly, probably- it's, it's possible. It's possible, Alan. Yeah. Yeah. And if I can get some good data, I'm just going to have to keep collecting data and I'm going to have to keep research. This is research. I, I got to do it. Different things of alcohol before I go to bed every night. So, <laughs> All right. Well, let me let me jump in with mine, Alan, and uh, and it's interesting because mine also is one that probably everyone has heard of because they have made a huge, huge push with uh, marketing in the last you know six months, and there's a reason why, right? I mean, so Peloton, right, is one that um, has been <clears throat> on the TV for the last you know, well, probably couple of years it's been around, but in the last several months, it has really hit uh, hit pretty heavy because everybody's been home, right? They saw an opportunity when the shutdown happened that says, here you go, right? You can actually still get your workout and be around other people uh, virtually um, by uh, kind of getting on our bike. So if you don't know what Peloton is, it's it was really a, uh, it was a bike uh, setup. So their thing was, we want you to buy our bike and our bike is technology built into it to allow you to have classes and everything. So there's a big digital screen in front of you and you can have a workout um, uh, class or spend class that leads you through what you should be doing on your bike. Uh, it's all integrated in terms of your, you know, what kind of work level you're doing and everything. Um, I will tell you, I don't have a Peloton. Uh, uh, I am doing this strictly from the fact of doing a little bit of uh, background research on it and kind of comparing to what uh, that I've been doing myself. But they, I will say they have a really good um, workout subscription service. So even if you don't have the bike, you can go to peloton.com and they have like a service where you can get their classes. So if you have a spin bike at home, and again, mm-hmm. I bought a I bought a spin bike on Craigslist uh, at the beginning of the shutdown, and so you could pull up the you know Peloton app. You could join a class. Uh, you could join. They even have non bike classes. They have some yoga classes. They have some high intensity workout classes. So they're trying to do the subscription thing. Obviously, they want you to buy their bike. Their bike is sure. expensive. You know, yeah. twelve hundred or twenty four hundred, depending on which one you're doing. Um, but uh, but they do a nice job of trying to integrate courses. Um, they do have a free for 30 days. So, you know, if that's something you're interested in, or certainly if you're thinking about b- shelling out for a, a bike, yeah, I would absolutely do the subscription service first and try some of the other classes, make sure you like who their instructors are, make sure you don't get annoyed by their system, their, yeah. you know, their integration. The style, so. of, the, the style of the classes and yeah. all that. You can try it out. You can do it without the bike. Yes. Um, Really, they they cater everything to where if you're on the bike, you get the full benefit of everything. Probably right. the best outcomes on things, but you yep. can do it without the bike and still get some some level of activity from it. And realize, you know, the bike has become a popular thing 
for the fitness because it doesn't take up much space, right? You need, you know, a set space in your house to have this thing. Uh, whereas if you're trying to build fitness services off of things that require you to move and sprint and all of that, you know, that it's going to limit the likelihood someone's going to do it. But, uh, so the bike, I think is a, is a good model to be able to get a workout. You know, you buy a, whether it's this, the Peloton, where you can actually have integration of heart rate and integration of your formal workouts and the integration of the workload that the bike is putting forward, or you kind of want to service and, you know, utilize your own equipment. Um, so they do, uh, they do, like I said, they have a 30 day after that, I think it's $39 a month, um, for the on equipment type program. So you're actually getting the equipment based stuff. Uh, yeah. and if you just want the app only, I think it's like $13 a month. So that's pretty comparable that, yeah. you know, if you don't need the integration and you just want their services. Um, you can do it for about $13 a month. So they've got that's programs cool. going throughout the day. It is like a class, right? You're looking on the gym schedule and figuring, Hey, oh, I'll go do the one o'clock, you know, yoga class, or I'll do the, you know, four o'clock spin class. So, um, there's some cool things there. Yeah. Well, I'm a little tad more motivated than I was at the beginning of the episode, Brian, to check out some of these services. And, uh, you know, again, I am looking forward to seeing when the Apple Fitness Plus program starts off, just because I'm already paying for it. So I would definitely want to see if I can make use of it or not. Uh, so it'll be some interesting things, but it sounds like there's a lot of variety of, of programs and, uh, many of them starting to get a lot more acclaim as people, especially this past year, as you mentioned, find themselves at home a lot more and gyms were closed for so long that it's uh, people I kind of think kind of turn to some of these online services uh, to um, help them with their uh, keeping up with their fitness. And uh, I'm sure many of them are going to stay in that mode just because of uh, convenience and other factors there. So yeah, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, so right, take, well, take a look. Take a look for those, Alan. I mean, I think there's uh, hopefully our our many many fans will come away from these episodes as having uh, you know some new ideas of things they can dig into, improve health and fitness. So, uh, so why don't we plan on Brian starting ooh. at some point in the future? We have a brothers in tech shareable circle of fitness people. Ah. Okay. Yeah. who all use some online services. Maybe we kind of down the road, find a, find one. We can kind of say, all right, this is what we're going to use. And anybody who wants to join in and share like their stats. I uh, like you it. Know you know, yeah. cause those of us, we all, those of us who work in technology or have some, uh, spend a lot of time with technology. I'll be the first to admit, I, there's a lot of time I'm sitting here right here right. on my bottom, just like I'm doing right now, uh, talking to you. And it's it's tough to get motivated to get up and move around and, and exercise and stay active. So maybe we just don't need to prod each other a little bit. So. It's a great idea. It's a great idea. All right. Well, stay tuned for that. If you're interested, we will try to see down the road when we can start that up and make something happen with that. That'd be cool. All right. Well, Brian, if anybody, obviously you're the one to ask questions on this one. So if anybody does have questions for you, uh, they want to talk about some of these services or just talk about some of the considerations you talked about before you go out and jump into one of these ongoing services, how can they, how can they reach out to us and talk to us? Yeah, you can drop us an email at info at the mesh.tv. That's info, I-N-F-O at the mesh.tv. Uh, drop us an email about the, um, the services that you may have tried and liked or didn't like. Um, give us some, uh, some suggestions, some other uh, fitness uh, crazes that kind of involve technology and, uh, and also tell us what you'd like to, to see us get into in the future. You know, has this fitness thing kind of gotten you to the point that you want us to 
swing back the other way and talk about, you know, fast food restaurants uh, next uh, next month, right? We'd be glad to kind of provide some balance here. So let us know what you want us to get into and we'll, uh, we'll, uh, we'd love to, to hear what you have to say. So info awesome. at the mesh.tv. And while you're there, well, if you go to visit the actual mesh.tv website, which is the mesh, T-H-E-M-E-S-H.tv, uh, it's a great opportunity to go back and listen to old episodes that we've recorded of other topics, as well as make sure you subscribe for future episodes. Plus, there's a lot of other shows on the network as well that are free and available to listen to uh, at your convenience. So uh, thanks so much for listening to Brothers in Tech today, and we will be back with another deep dive episode soon uh, talking about uh, some more very, very specific home devices that you can use to uh, help uh, enhance your uh, fitness and health regimen at your home. So until then, uh, this is Alan Jackson and Brian Jackson saying thanks, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.